Hey, I'm David. I'm Leanna. And we're the Simple Mission Podcast. Mm-hmm. We are talking all about marriage, and we're having a little fun with the series. This is episode two of the series that we're going through, and, and we decided to do this because, you know, we, we wanted to emphasize marriage, how important it is. We love our marriage, and and uh, this is just an exciting time for us, so we wanted to share some of the some of the things that that we have been working on and some of the things that we have overcome, some of the challenges that we have. Yeah. So that's and, what this is all about. And and then um, this episode is going over like point number one that we covered in the first episode where we kind of generalize all the points of having a thriving marriage. But this one, we're going to go into it a little bit more deeper about the foundation of marriage. Yes. So, uh, you know, being on the same page within your marriage is really important whenever it comes to understanding your roles in marriage. Um, you know, and what God says is best, you know, for your marriage and, and to be able to listen to each mm-hmm. other and, and to your spouse, you know, whenever they're speaking and whenever the Lord is speaking, especially. And so you can find a lot of these. We're going to use a lot of Bible verses today to emphasize our points because it's important to, you know, uh, get in the word and the truth and back up what we're saying, you know. And so some of these points may be a little interesting. Some of you may already expect what we're going to say, but we're going to tell you guys anyway, <laughs> just in case you haven't heard it in a while. Um, you know, I guess, you know, what sort of foundation is your marriage on? You know, if you, if you think about that, is it on the world or is it on each other or is it on the Lord, you know? Yeah. And, you know, if you're not a believer and stuff, you know, there's a lot of times where you we put our foundation in our spouses. And, you know, the, the, the thing is, there's a lot of pressure w- w- when it comes to that. There's a lot of unknown, unseen things that are expectations that you have for your your, your spouse. You know, if you mm-hmm. put them over God, you know, yeah. there's a lot of things that can go wrong uh, and a lot of things <clears throat> that won't be good. And so... You know, there's a big difference between where your foundation is, you know, if it's a worldly foundation, if it's yourself, your own foundation, or is it of God, you know, so that's, yeah. that's kind of, you know, what we're going to be talking about. And if it isn't founded on God, then how can we improve on that with within our foundation, you know, so if you're if you're kind of on the fence about this stuff if you're wondering oh well i don't want to continue listening and stuff i i I would continue to listen follow through this whole series with us it's going to be awesome we're excited about it Mm -hmm. Uh, we love it and we want to help you guys improve your marriage because we know how important marriage is to the lord and how how marriage is important to us as humans and just to have that connection yeah so i think you know what david was saying is you know just ask that question to yourself like you know what is your ma- what is your marriage founded on? You know, just ask that question. Really think about it, and if you think it is founded on the Lord, like that's great. And we'll just you know go over it really quickly so that maybe you need a refresher or need to or we ident- identify an area that maybe like you're struggling with or you're lacking in. So that's really important. And that's awesome that you already have the foundation under you know with the Lord. But if you don't have it under the Lord, like David said, just, you know, just really hear us out. And um, it's going to be kind of a crazy flip because, you know, in the world, 
you know, they tell us to, oh, like, fight for happiness and try to be happy and, you know, like, if if you're not happy, then get out of the the relationship and, like, don't seek out your own happiness. And that's not what marriage is is about under the Lord. But the plot twist is that marriage is not for us. It's not for our own happiness. It's not to serve ourselves. It's actually the opposite. We're supposed to serve one another like Christ did for us. And so um, there is a, um, a quote from a book that we both read, and it's really, like, changed the way we see marriage. And we both read it when we first um, got engaged and before we got married. Um, and so from the book, um, Statehood Marriage, and he says this, what if marriage was not supposed to make us happy, it was supposed to make us holy, more holy, holy like the Lord. And so that's kind of like the theme of the whole episode as we go on from this. Um, but just remember that it's not for us, but at the same time, if we follow what God commanded from his word, then we will end up being more joyful than ever because we're not living for ourselves, we're living for the Lord. So, yes. I guess we'll get into the Bible verses from Ephesians chapter 5, 22 to 33. Uh, which covers the roles of both the husbands and the wife. In marriage. In marriage. Da, da, da. In marriage. Okay. <laughs> so, it says, wives, submit to your own husbands. That's right. <laughs> That's not it. I'm just kidding. Okay. No, it does say that, really. As to the Lord, but for the husbands is the head of the house. But for the husbands is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body and himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives, as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word so that he may that he might present the church to himself in splendor without a spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish in the same way husbands should love their wives as their own bodies he who loves his wife loves himself and and it ends at verse 28 but it also goes on all the way to verse 33 but uh i needed it there that kind of like summarizes the whole point but yeah, it says um, husbands should love their wives. <laughs> just like the wife is supposed to submit to their husband. But we're just joking a little bit here. But it really, it really is true. Um, that is a man from the Lord that we, we wives should submit to our husband. And then the husband should be loving their wife as Christ loved the church. So, um, you know, we brought up the word submission. And a lot of people do struggle with this. A lot of people have... Um, backgrounds that, you know, people abuse um, with the word submission and all of that. And we understand that. And, it, you know, in the word, it says that we are not to, um, we're not called to submit if someone is abusing us or if someone is, um, not someone, but the husband is viewing you as inferior or using this as a way to control you or to control your life. So uh, we definitely, um, do understand that there are exceptions to submitting to your husband like it it might be time for you to get out you know get out of the relationship you know if this is a a source of abuse or source of um just hardship and trial um 
So we are sorry that this is happening, but we just want to make sure that we emphasize that we're not saying that you need to submit to your husband at all costs. Doesn't matter what he does, what he says, but you know, to that extreme, don't we don't recommend submitting to your husband because you need to get out of that relationship. Yeah. So, so. what does what does submit mean? I looked it up. It says the action or fact of accepting or yielding to the superior force or to the will or authority of another person. Mm. So I think, you know, it can be acceptance and yielding or yielding, you know, it says or. So it's like, hey, like, you know, a lot of times like we we think that, oh, you know, wives must, you know, submit to their husbands, meaning you need to accept and yield. Well, it's, it's and or. So you can accept their authority, but you don't necessarily have to yield to their authority. That's what it says. Because mm. it's or. It's not and. Well, I think it's staying like the definition. It can be that and that. Yeah. So which means like, you know, I think knowing knowledge, having the knowledge of, of that is really interesting. There's a funny line in uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Where what's it's the, the line? What's the, it's the mom's talking to the daughter, you know, and she's like, well, you know, He's the head of the house, but I'm the neck, and I can turn him any way I want to. And it's true, though, because, you know, she knows his authority is the head of the household, and she's accepting that. And yet, she has still some say, you know. And so we're not we're not telling, you know, the way to be a Christian wife is to just, you know, listen to your husband all the time and, like, do whatever he says. And, you know, which is, there is some truth to that. But also, too, you know, sometimes it takes some, some... I guess, like, stress in that authority to be able to resolve a conflict, you know, or to resolve something, too, as well. There is some authority, but if both if both parties, if both you and your spouse are, like, doing what is right, both of you within God's eyes, it won't seem like you're, like, submitting to each other. Yeah. If Or submitting to the man, at least, because you're both going to be on the same page about things, you know all this other stuff. Maybe when there's a big decision, maybe maybe the man needs to step up and 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 make that big decision for his family. Maybe there's some men out there who let the women women make all the decisions, and and women you're you're kind of tired and exhausted of making all the decisions. Maybe you want your man to make the decision, but yeah, he's too he's too afraid to. You know the whole like if your husband is loving the wife, it's just it's a flow, it's a back and forth. When your husband loves the wife unconditionally, then the wife will want to submit to their husband. That's like the ultimate goal right but yeah, that's you know what I was and, trying to say. and the whole scheme of things we're not perfect we you know fall short we get selfish and we can lash out at each other and so it doesn't mean that if you're the wife you don't have to submit to your husband if they're wrong or you think they're wrong or you don't agree with them we're still called to submit to them because they are the authority like Christ not to say that they are Jesus Christ that's I don't want people to confuse it. Oh yeah, that's good. But you know, they're they're supposed to represent Jesus Christ, and we wives are supposed to represent the church, right? And the church is led by Christ, right? So that's the whole representation of marriage, right? So you know, um, with me as a wife, I don't think I would say that I struggle with the mission. But sometimes I do struggle with inputting my opinions a lot and, you know, not allowing, you know, David to kind of share his expertise or his point of view first before I say something. 
because I don't know I feel like I can be pretty strong-headed I can be pretty passionate about certain things but it's not like David doesn't listen to me but I start to get defensive and that's not the way to go because you know if I get defensive then we could be bickering and then we end up just having a lot of tension between us because of that one decision that probably doesn't really matter that much uh you know in a few days later but um I feel like this is something I've been working on a lot more just kind of remembering to kind of just take it easy and um just be really quick to listen to my husband first before I start speaking and um, actually one of the points of having a thriving marriage is about watching your mouth and checking your heart so that's an episode that we're going to get into pretty soon and I'm really excited to cover that but you know that's one example of you know, like submitting to my husband and submitting to David is that it's not always easy. It's not easy to remember that this is what God has called for us to do. And and it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful transaction of the husband and the wife, you know, living for the Lord together and living in that foundation that God has laid out for us so clearly in the Bible in Ephesians 5. Um, but we are called to obey that. And um, it can be difficult, but, you know, like David said, we are, it's not that the wife is inferior or the wife is, like, looked down upon, but we are called as equal, you know, under the Lord, and we are called to be partners in this marriage. And so if we're not seeing each other as partners that are equal, then the marriage is, like, kind of a prison because you're not really seeing each other as Christ loves us. So we're all to love each other. You know, I know it says that the husband is supposed to love their wife, but we wives are supposed to love our husband. But why do you think that the husbands are commanded to love their wife? Because it's not as natural to them, right? Ooh. Not as Both natural. Of these actions are unnatural to us. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's not a very natural thing for men to love and cherish their wives, but it's reminded over and over. And, you know, I think it's even in First Corinthians and it's also in um, First Peter of like, you know, loving your wife, right? And it's just like, well, what does love mean? Like, what is, we mean to love your wife. Well, think of First Corinthians 13, the most famous section of the Bible. It's always said in different weddings. So that's the whole submission section. But I guess maybe we can go a, li- a little more into loving um, the wife. Yeah, sure. So, um, so husbands, you know, you're called to, to love your wife, uh, unconditionally, you know, as the church, as Christ loves the church, you know, Christ loves the church. Christ loves his people. I mean, you can read throughout the Bible when Christ is here on earth, he's just loving on everybody, loving on his disciples, loving on the people around him. People come in contact with him. That's how we need to be with our wives, you know, loving them unconditionally. And yet it's, it's, it's difficult for us, honestly, it's, comes maybe unnatural to some of us, but that's that's the beauty of it. I, I was just thinking when the, when Leanna was talking about all this, I'm like, I'm like, can you, can you imagine if it was the opposite of what God was calling us to do? <laughs> so what if God said, women do not uh, submit to your husbands, and then or God, just love God your said, husband, and then the husband husbands submit to your do wife. not love your wives. I feel like there would be two groups on earth. There would be women society and men society. We would not be getting along. We would not even be together. Or it would be, be getting married. It would be bad. I feel like we would like live in like huts and stuff and like I don't know, like 
the, we would be like fighting and like battling or we'll have wars against the women and the men and it would be bad yeah it wouldn't be like countries it would be like gender countries you know what i mean anyway okay so basically what i'm trying to say is is that you know this means that you know um that that we're called you know men we're called to lead the house and we're called to love our to love our to love our um our wives you know and to love our spouses and husbands this is not this is something that comes maybe a little difficult like i said but it can be it can become more easier as you as you love like what's one thing that you love i know a lot of men love sports they spend a lot of time invested in sports they love hunting they love they love other things they love cars they love hobbies but imagine that love for your wife you know Mm -hmm. that's the kind of love that i'm trying to get here to you all right now and um you know there's a um there's a verse that is in first corinthians 13 4 through 8 and it says love is patient and kind love does not envy or boast it is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful, but it does not rejoice at the wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So, you know, this is this is an awesome testimony and, and this is an awesome verse, you know. And, you know, for me personally, um, my love for Leanna has been there. And a lot of men can relate to this, but the communication is not really there. You know, it's like, like in the beginning of our marriage and stuff, like my communication was really bad and I would keep everything inside of my head and I still do. And a lot of men do this. We don't want to talk about our feelings. We don't want to express how we feel. You know what I mean? It just takes a lot of work for us to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've been having to get better at this and communication is one way to love your wife. I mean... You know, imagine marrying a brick wall. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you I ain't do, getting I nothing just, out of it. I guess a lot of women can, like, relate to that. Maybe they feel like they married a brick wall sometimes, but sometimes the brick has to be taken down yeah. one by one. But it takes time. But And the men have to be willing to lay down that brick one by one. Ooh, but um, above good. all, you know, like, like, like I said, we're called to be equal with one another. So... Um, you know, we're supposed to serve one another selflessly and without anything in return. That's something to remember. Like, don't expect anything in return. Like, oh, I did this for you, so you better do something for me. And that ends up being a more um, kind of a selfish marriage. Because you're like, oh, I did this for you, so what are you going to do for me? So I just want you to remember that we are supposed to be on the same page and we're too were to communicate like David said and we talked a lot about communication and you know investing in your marriage for the next episode so we're gonna get into that a little bit more for that one if you want to hear more about that but um you know like you know we have certain roles and duties and expectations you know for the husband and the wife like the husband is you know traditionally calls to bring home the bacon and to um you know bring income for the family and provide for the family and the wives are you know the wife can bring in the income as well i I definitely don't disagree with that but you know from the bible is the man's duty to provide or they're disobeying the lord like it's actually in the bible yeah um but the wives are called to take care of the home and the family and you know, um, and the husband has a role for helping out, but it's primarily the wife area 
of influence and taking care of the kids and taking care of the home, have a thriving home. I would love to do like an episode on how to have a thriving home and having a thriving household and all of that. Like that's something I'm so passionate about, but we're going to not talk about that in this episode. But you know, like if you're wanting, if you're a wife listening, you're like, how do I get started on that? How do I become more a godly wife? Like I recommend just studying Proverbs 31. Like I know everyone says that, but you know, I think it's really important and crucial to start now. Like even if you're listening, you're single or you're engaged or you're in a relationship, it's, you can start learning this now so that you can be better prepared, yeah. you know, for your marriage. And if you're married right now, you can start working on it right now. It's not too late. Yeah, it's not, it's not um, too late. So anyway, so... We also did a, um, a Bible study for Ephesians 5. So we'll post a link down, down on the description. It's a blog post. It's a blog post Bible study, yeah. So, you know, all in all, uh, the foundation of your marriage is one that, that God has agreed upon from you know from both spouses together in order to truly have a thriving marriage mm-hmm. you know so um this is the most crucial to have a setup yeah so that we can move on to the next step in the thriving marriage um you know and the next one will be uh, to invest in your marriage yeah so we hope that you are enjoying this series so far I- i'm enjoying it i feel like there's not a lot of people out there talking about on how to have a thriving marriage as you know as a christian or at least like in the foundation with the Lord, um, feel like there's a lot of that lacking nowadays. And so we want to fight for our marriage and we want you to want to fight for your marriage and have a thriving marriage and a more joyful marriage in the Lord. So I just will see you in the next episode for the next part of the series. So we'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.